to episode 60 of Bee Boomer Unleashed. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for today's episode and all the episodes of Bee Boomer Unleashed. Today's episode, Life After High School Part 7, Careers That Don't Necessarily Require a College Degree. Before we get into this episode, let me remind you, as always, where you can find our podcast. You can always find us at bboomerunleashed.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at Be Boomer Unleashed, on iHeartRadio at B.BoomerUnleashed, on Facebook, Spotify, and Instagram, you can find our link at Be Boomer Unleashed, and on Twitter at Be Boomer Unleashed 1. And as always, we encourage you to drop us an email at BeBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's BeBoomerUnleashed at gmail.com. Drop us a note with your suggestions, comments, anything you might like to hear us talk about on Bee Boomer Unleashed. Well, episode 60, as you know, we've been talking about life after high school for the past six episodes, and now episode seven, we're still talking about that. And we'll probably have just two or three more episodes before we move on to a different topic. And I'll give you just a little teaser there, a little sneak preview. We're going to be talking about music through the decades. And uh, we have some great interviews lined up for you there. Former disc jockey legend in this area and another fellow that's been active in music all of his life. And we're going to talk to some people about how music has changed over the decades from boomer days until what we have today. But uh, back to our current topic, life after high school. Remember in our first episode, we talked about what was available to baby boomers following high school. Then in the next episode, we featured an interview with former student Josh Bloss and how he chose a career path other than a four-year degree. We then spoke with Frank Barnett, vocational director for Cabell County Schools, about opportunities available at career technical centers. And then we talked to Tracy McClanahan, who teaches career literacy at Barbersville Middle School and how they're trying to prepare middle schoolers to choose a good career path. We talked with Tony Stroud, who is an attorney with Encova Insurance, about careers in law. And last week, we talked a bit about what experts are calling the 30 hottest college degrees to obtain in 2020. Well, this week, we take a look at some careers that don't necessarily require a college degree. Now, as we go through some of these, I want you to understand that some of these occupations that we're going to talk about that don't require a college degree are not entry-level jobs. They're not entry-level jobs. Now, you can have these jobs without a college degree, but you're not going to walk in right out of high school and into some of these jobs. Now, some of them you can right out of high school walk into these jobs, but some of them you might have to pay your dues at a little lower level on the uh, totem pole, so to speak, before you can get into this kind of job. Now, let's talk about uh, one of these jobs uh, as we talk about these jobs that Uh, you can obtain without a college degree in many cases. One of them is a landscaper and a groundskeeper. They have a median salary of about $29,000 a year, and there's a job growth rate expected over the next few years of about 8.8%. Landscapers and groundskeepers make sure gardens and lawns look attractive. Now, if you've ever looked around the neighborhood and you've seen these pickup trucks in the neighborhood, with a trailer on the back with a half a dozen lawnmowers and a crew coming in, 
There are a lot of folks who are in groundskeeping and landscaping, and some folks make a big business of it. Now, in the more southern climates, you're going to be mowing grass year-round. Now, you get up here in uh, the more moderate climates uh, in the mid-Atlantic where we are or up north, your mowing season is shorter, so these people try to find something else to do in those off-seasons like snow removal or, or other occupations like that in the off season but they can stay really really busy and uh, lots of people hire people to mow their grass we hire someone to mow our grass in my mom's yard we hire that done and a lot of people do that so groundskeeping and landscaping is a good uh, occupation that does not necessarily require a college degree and uh, these folks stay busy outdoors so if you like the outdoors that's a plus too They work outdoors, planting, watering, mowing, fertilizing, weeding. Usually a formal education is not required, although there are lots of folks who have lots of knowledge that they've gained either through education or through on-the-job training when it comes to where to plant certain flowers, what kind of grass to plant in certain soil. And so certainly that's something you could think about. Another one is something called a personal care aid. These are people who have... Uh, help people who have chronic conditions accomplish everyday tasks like making beds or taking baths. Some positions require high school diplomas or certificates from a relevant community college. There are community college programs where you can get an associate's degree or some kind of certificate in personal care aid. Additional training, perhaps as a certified home health or hospice agency, may include a CPR certification, but it does not require necessarily a college degree, and you might up, might wind up working in a client's home, a group home, or at a day service or nursing home or nursing facility, so that's personal care aid. Then we have, uh, and they make around 24000 a year on average, and a home health aid also, they make around the same, 24000 a year. And, you know, we have an aging population. So this is a really good opportunity for some people who have a desire to help others. I mean, they're projecting a job growth of about 36% over the next eight years. So that's a lot of people added to that. But we baby boomers are getting old. In other words, in July, I'll be 70 And that's pretty old, isn't it? But uh, a lot of folks are depending on people to help them stay at home. Not everybody wants to go to a nursing home. So you have personal care aides and home health aides who support patients in completing their day-to-day tasks like cooking dinner, getting somebody's mail. They're in high demand as as we baby boomers age. As I said, we're getting older. Some roles require high school diplomas, competency exams, or certificates, plus a background check. You don't want somebody in your home that's going to steal the silverware, so they have to have a background check, a CPR certification. It's much like a personal care aid, except uh, you're in a person's home. Uh, you're staying in that person's home rather than working at a nursing facility or a, a nursing home, uh, an agency like that. So, you know, you'll have uh, sometimes... Uh, you might work in several homes during the day. You may wind up working extended periods of time for one person in a home. So lots of variety there in being a home health aide. 
Now, here's one we don't hear much of in West Virginia, although if you've ever been up in the mountains, there's a lot of wind turbines there. And a wind turbine technician can expect a salary of about 54000 a year, and there's going to be a growth rate of that. Energy production is a big business, and, you know, they're trying to put all the coal miners out of business and go with solar and wind power and all these things. So wind turbine technicians... These are the folks that inspect and repair wind turbines, which generate clean energy. They may train on the job by studying wind energy technology through a technical program or at a community college, but not necessarily requiring a four-year degree. So wind turbine technician, they're projecting a growth rate there over the next eight years of about 56%, so a growing career there in that. Have you ever tried to get a plumber lately? try getting somebody to come out and do a plumbing job. They're just not out there. So a plumber, on average, makes about $53,000 a year. Expected job growth over the next eight years is 13.6%. And, of course, you know what plumbers do. They assemble, install, repair pipes, pipe systems. Every building has to have water. They work in factories and homes. Plumbers typically compete or complete an intense apprenticeship program. So these plumbers go through an apprenticeship program where they learn on the job. Paid program, apprenticeship can last four or five years. I mean, there's a lot to know in becoming a plumber. So you're not going to work walk out of high school and get a job being a plumber at $53,000 a year, but you might walk out of high school if you've got a little bit of vocational background and you've worked with some of these kinds of things, you might come out and get an apprenticeship. So, you know, it's generally a day job during the week, but, you know, emergencies can come up anytime. So that's the life of a plumber. Here's another good career for men and women alike as a hairdresser. Now, some hairdressers make a lot of money. Some hairdressers don't make much. On average, they make about 25000 a year. And these licensed cosmetologists wash, cut, color, and style hair for their clients. You know what they do. And right here in our own community, Huntington School of Beauty Culture is a program. Typically, it takes about a year or so to get through this program and right out of high school when you can go in here get that program, uh, get a certificate to cut and style hair or do other cosmetology tasks, and uh, you can expect to work at maybe 25000 a year or so or more if you have a good clientele and you're really good with it. A medical assistant, and, uh, you know, their median salary is about 33000 a year and a job growth of about 22% over the next eight years. And medical assistants work in doctor's offices. They work in hospitals and other health care facilities, helping with clerical tasks and basic medical work. So if you have a penchant for uh, clerical work, if you're good at organization and you're good with computers, you might be able to get a job as a medical assistant. And there's a lot of folks who go to school to get a two-year degree in medical assisting or medical terminology And uh, you can start with a high school diploma and work your way up while you learn on the job as well. So a great career there for someone who likes to be around the medical profession, but maybe not necessarily want to be a nurse or something like that. But you can uh, be one of these people who take care of all the billing and the clerical work and all that kind of stuff around a medical office or a hospital. Then we have something called licensed practical nurses, licensed vocational nurse. You know, they have... 
an average salary of about $46,000 a year. Now, that's not a registered nurse, but again, in this aging population, there's going to be more and more need for licensed practical nurses, and they offer basic health care, places such as schools, nursing homes, and hospitals. And it's an important nursing position that's different from being a registered nurse when you, uh, by being a registered nurse, you have to go to nursing school and usually attend four years at a college or university. But LPNs or licensed practical nurses or licensed vocational nurses are basically the same jobs. These positions uh, uh, everywhere else in Texas and California, they call them LVNs, licensed vocational nurses. Everywhere else, it's an LPN, basically the same job. And they complete certificate programs that typically take at least a year and include uh, classroom instruction plus on-the-job training. So you're going to be doing some crucial life-saving tasks, such as checking vital signs, performing enemas, installing catheters, dressing wounds, delivering uh, medicines, uh, treating uh, massages to muscles, assisting patients with personal hygiene. Lots of work out there for licensed practical nurses. Then we have something called a massage therapist. If you've never had a therapeutic massage, you don't know what you're missing. You can go in and you can be just, I mean, you can, your muscles can be just howling. And a massage therapist who has a median salary of about $41,000 and an expected growth rate because of us old guys, because of us baby boomers, that uh, uh, career is expected to grow about 22% over the next eight years. And uh, they uh, use this massage therapy technique to relieve aches and pains. And, and some of them work in chiropractor's offices. Some of them work in doctor's offices, hospitals. Some of them have their own clinic. Some of them take their massage table from house to house and do massages. So there's a lot of work out there for massage therapists. And then there's something called a phlebotomist. And uh, they're blood experts who draw blood cells and uh, for medical tests. They also collect it for research and and donations. It's it's a job that's easily accessible to high school graduates, but you do need more education. You can't just walk out of high school and get this job. But usually you earn certificates from specialized programs at community colleges or technical schools, and you learn a lot of stuff about the human body and uh, expected growth rate there, 23%. Over the next eight years, and uh, you can expect to take home around $34,000 as a phlebotomist. Then we have physical therapist aides, average about $26,000 a year, and these professionals support physical therapists. Lots of physical therapists out there. You notice a lot of these jobs are in the medical profession. Why? Like I said, we baby boomers are getting older. We need that additional medical care. So, a lot of these aides receive uh, on-the-job training, uh, but there are also uh, community college programs that they can take or get licensed, and there's certainly uh, room for advancement in the sense that some physical therapist aides continue their education to become physical therapists or physical therapist assistants. So if you're interested in ABLE, you could uh, continue your education in that and, and turn out with a really good uh, career. Maintenance and repair workers, you know, they make around $38,000 a year. Uh, expected growth 5.7. You can't find anybody that wants to do anything anymore, you know. And maintenance repair workers work around uh, uh, schools and businesses and, and industry, and they do all kinds of things, just kind of jack-of-all-trades. Uh, they work on anything from electrical circuits to plumbing and painting and uh, they develop expertise through apprenticeships. Uh, 
and they're licensed to work independently. So if you like to work with your hands and you're pretty handy with things like that, then you might want to consider being a maintenance repair worker. Then there's a nail technician. Uh, median salary is about $24,000 a year. Lots of ladies getting their nails done, and you work in spas and salons, and these technicians clean shape, paint fingernails, toenails, that kind of thing, uh, manicure and pedicure. These workers complete what they call cosmetology programs, and you'll be required after the course, of course, to take a state exam to make sure you get your license, and they make an average of $24,000 a year for fixing nails. Then there's something called... Uh, uh, skin care specialists, and uh, they make around 31000 a year. And these workers help clients clean, tone, and moisturize their skin. They perform wax, laser peel, or other procedures. They complete cosmetology programs and take an exam to get licenses. Um, a lot of times, these folks might work uh, for a um, dermatologist. They might work in an office with a, a dermatologist who is a doctor, but needs these folks around to help people with uh, knowing how to take care of their skin. So skin care specialists around 31,000 a year and an expected growth rate of 10.9% over the next eight years. Then we have medical records technician, uh, and they organize and manage health information data for doctors and hospitals. Uh, they earn certificates after high school or find jobs uh, uh, through entry-level positions with just a high school diploma. And uh, training programs teach uh, medical records technicians about medical terminology, communication, etc. It's a job that is usually in an office, but sometimes is done from home. And those folks make around forty grand a year. Now, here's a good one: electrician. They make an average of $55,000 a year. Some make a lot more. Once again, you're not going to come out of high school, get in a job during, at $55,000 a year, but uh, you can get into an apprenticeship program. There's tests you have to take to get into the program and get into that apprenticeship program, and you get paid on the job to learn, and it's a good deal. And electricians are in huge demand and uh, they're expected uh, about a 10% uh, growth in that career over the next eight years as well. Then, once again, in the energy sector, a, a solar uh, installer, someone who installs solar equipment. There's, you see ads all the time about uh, you know getting big tax breaks for installing solar equipment. You go into some parts of the country and you see these solar farms all over the place where they've got these solar plants where they're generating electricity. And that job growth rate over the next eight years is projected to be about 63%. Same with the wind, folks, the wind turbines. These solar panels are a big thing, and they're going to get bigger. A dental assistant making about 38000 a year. You know, dental assistants are people who often assist dentists during procedures, They'll use the ones that use the suction equipment to clear your mouth out. They're also the ones who generally uh, smile at kids who might be stressed out and tell them everything's going to be fine or would be if you just brush and floss more. They do a lot of uh, sterilizing of instruments. They sometimes process oral x-rays and help maintain patient records. Depending on the licensing and certification, dental assistants might help with fluoride and sealant applications also and polishing teeth and dentures. As for becoming a dental assistant with a high school diploma, some states require 
you to be a graduate from an accredited program and to have passed an exam. Other states allow you to be trained on the job. So that's a job that you can learn on the job or through a technical program and make about 38000 a year without a college degree. Then there are insurance sales agents. Lots of insurance sales agents make a whole lot of money. Some make no money. You know, the old joke about insurance agents is the first month you sell to all your family, the second month you sell to all your friends, and the third month when you run out of family and friends, you sell your furniture. But those who are persistent and like to meet people and sell can easily make $50,000 a year as an insurance sales agent, and everybody needs insurance, don't they? Then uh, residential advisors, they make a salary of about $27,000 a year, 12% growth rate over the next eight years. And this is typically not a lifelong career, but it's worth thinking about if you have a high school diploma and you want to go to college and bring down your costs. Residential advisors are students who live in the residence halls of colleges, universities, uh, those types of secondary schools and other similar institutions, and their task was supervising the residence hall by assisting the residents with their problems, reporting maintenance issues, concerns, or organizing community building gatherings. So these jobs are usually open to juniors and seniors, as older students with some real-world experience can get these jobs. Like I say, not a lifelong career, but something to certainly help you through college if you're working your way through college. An optician makes about $37,000 a year, and after people visit with an eye doctor uh, or an ophthalmologist or an optometrist, they often meet with an optician. And the person, this is the person who fits people with glasses or contact lenses. Uh, Some states, you need an associate degree or certificate from a community college, and others, a high school diploma or some sort of equivalent will do just fine. You'll probably work in a store that sells eyewear or with an eye doctor at a private practice. If you're at a practice, you'll probably avoid working evenings and weekends at a retail store. You might not have such good luck. You might have to work evenings and weekends. Either way, if you like interacting with people, might be something worth looking at. Restaurant cooks. Boy, oh boy, that's a big one. Restaurant cooks. You know, lots of people eating out now, isn't there? And uh, restaurants are always in need of good cooks. Restaurant cooks do it all. You know, they braise, blanch, whisk, garnish, grill. They do all this stuff, and they have to learn how to do that. And there are vocational programs where you can get a good uh, head, uh, head start on that. Or you might start out in a kitchen as a dishwasher, someone who might bust tables or clear tables off and work your way up to a restaurant cook. And we have recreation and fitness workers. You know, if you love playing as a kid or you still like to be physically active, you might love this job because, in a way, that's what you're doing. You might be leading people on a hike, teaching them to ride horseback, or showing people how to do yoga. Recreation and fitness workers are everything from aerobics instructors to camp counselors. I think we've got time to mention maybe one more here. Let's talk about a firefighter. Tremendous need for firefighters and people working in public service like this. There's an expected job growth rate, not a big growth rate over the next eight years, 5%, but they average about $50,000 a year. Some make more if you get rank as a lieutenant or a captain or a fire chief. 
But they're trained to extinguish fires, rescue people, rescue animals from dangerous situations. But they even do more than that. They rescue people from floods, assist when people are in a medical emergency, pull people out of wrecked cars, help cats out of trees. And they're generally superheroes without the actual capes. I have a lot of respect for firefighters. You don't need a college degree, but you'll likely receive training at a fire academy. You'll have tests written and physical. You'll be certified as an emergency medical technician. You'll often work 40 or more hours a week and sometimes will be on call spending time at the fire station where you'll sleep and eat. And, of course, it can be dangerous work, but it's a highly gratifying position. So just in quick review, some of the best jobs for high school graduates probably include home health aide, wind turbine technician, massage therapist, electrician, solar installer, dental assistant, optician, restaurant cook, recreation and fitness worker, and of course, the one we just mentioned, firefighter. So those are some ideas you might share with your son or your daughter or your grandson or your granddaughter. If they're not really looking forward to spending four years in a college degree, then they might be interested in looking at one of these careers that don't necessarily require a four-year degree but many times require some vocational training or a technical degree. But these are jobs that are great jobs. You can have a great career in these jobs, and you don't necessarily need that college degree. Well, that's about all we have time for this week. Uh, Come back and join us next week, if you will, and we'll talk about some more careers. As we finish up this uh, discussion, we'll talk about maybe apprenticeships, We'll talk about the ministry, and we'll talk about the military. And then we'll conclude this series with a discussion about the cost of education and the return on your investment for the time and money expended. Well, it's been great being with you. I hope you picked up a few things along the way today. I've enjoyed being here with you. Please come back again next week. Share us with your friends if you like us, and we would appreciate that so, so much. So until we meet again, have a great week, and may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye.